Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. He's going to throw down the middle. The ball is caught. Hey, that's great football now. 35-40, down the far sideline. We got to fly, baby. He's still moving. He's going to go. Go Hawks. Are you kidding me? Let's go. go. 20, 10, touchdown, Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast. I'm lifelong Seahawks fan, Brett Davern, and he is Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. You ready to do the show? Let's do this, brother. All right, buddy. Well, we got some football news back in the world uh, going on because they're looking at getting the season going or getting training camps underway in the next few weeks. Um, And there's some details on how the season will be played out and things like that being released from the NFL. Uh, For instance, there will be a ban on post-game jersey exchanges between players Uh, after the game. Thoughts, Mr. Tatupu? I mean, you know, that's everything, right? I mean, that's, you know, the sign of the, the show of respect and, um, you know, for the collection. How, why are they banning that? Do, they, uh, well, okay. Well, they're banning it because of the, uh, you know, six feet separation, social distancing, whatever. But a uh, lot of people are making the point online, which is, wait a second, how can you allow them to sweat all over each other and slam yeah, into each other all game long and you know pat each other on the butts or whatever it is you guys do (laughs) but then can't give each other jerseys it don't make any sense Uh, yeah zero sense and then i mean the jersey collection i mean that was for a long time i think it was just kind of um it wasn't celebrated or or the pictures weren't taken you know back back in my day uh right but yeah i mean i got i got some classics you know and I'd be pretty upset if I didn't have those, you know, so I, I just, I don't see what doing away with that really does, especially when, if you're going to, if you're going to go through it and have a game. So for you then, cause I was confused about this or I'm, I guess you could obviously provide a lot of clarification because like you were saying, I don't remember these exchanges being such a big deal. Like you said, back in the day, but what you're saying is they were still happening. It's just that we, the, audience and crowd and fans and stuff didn't see as much of that interaction yeah well you know i think social media is making uh-huh. you know it, it's providing content now right like oh these yeah. guys are friends and or they respect each other enough to trade jerseys i remember you know running up to b doc in philly after a game and um you know hall of famer and i was just like yo man you know i don't want it to be weird but can i get that jersey <laughs> <laughs> and like excuse uh, me was, other grown man can i have yeah. your shirt <laughs> Oh man, it's Weapon X man. This is you know one of the greatest safeties that ever played the game, and so oh yeah, yeah. So I was you know I he's a couple years older than me, um, and but I always just loved the way he played the game, and so um, just ran up, asked him. I didn't even offer my jersey because you know I don't know he probably didn't even care to have it, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a kind of cool thing. Was that 
he was uh he was like yeah let me get that one and i was like like mine or do you want me to go get like sean alexander's or somebody <laughs> and uh, hold on let me go ask uh, walter jones i'll be right yeah, back you, sure you don't want walt jones <laughs> but and, you uh, are so humble it's ridiculous well it was just you know I, you're not you can't just assume that another grown man wants your jersey um, i know but this is why this is why i just i'm i just enjoy t- talking to you so much and then just enjoy you as a person so much you're so it, freaking humble man i mean but it was cool man and i mean i got a game worn b doc um i got a d wear out there i got wow. you know classic class of 05 yeah. um you know he's you know gonna be a hall of famer um so it was always happening then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened. Yeah. For sure. Huh. And did you uh, do it in college too? No, college, man. They, you get one jersey for the season, <laughs> and if it rips, they stitch it. So. Right. <laughs> but but I mean, it's I think it's it's great exposure, even you know, for the brand, you know, of you know, back then we had Reebok, but now it's Nike, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's great exposure, and um, you know, it's cool because uh, I. I've never, I've never had a man cave, but if I ever do put one together, I got a bunch of jerseys that I can throw up there. That are, How many uh, do you think you have? I got to have probably 20. Oh, wow. Know? Again, like, yeah, it wasn't some, you know, you do every game. Now it seems like every game, you know, uh, guys yeah. are doing it and it's cool. Oh, they probably, I mean, there's probably guys that have hundreds of jerseys almost. Oh, probably. absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, it's probably uh, multiple it, jerseys per game. Um, I've, yeah, I, I think, I think there was something on Instagram. Um, there was a bunch of guys lined up to, uh, to ask Lamar for his Jersey and, right. uh, you know, so they had, they had to have two or three jerseys on hand. Um, but it, it, it does it create an interesting dynamic sort of, or I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just, it makes my brain wonder if there's something about when you're a competitor like that with someone else. And so you're sort of supposed to be like a contemporary almost, but then if there's a line for Lamar Jackson's Jersey, then is there, it, does it create some sort of weird hierarchy between the players? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like, like, like meaning like if there's a line for Lamar Jackson's Jersey, then are the other players standing in line sort of more like fans of his? And then does that get kind of weird when you're sort of supposed to just be peers anyway? Uh, I'm sh- Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure to a degree, um, you know, I wouldn't be standing in line. I would, you know, pay an equipment manager to go ask him for the Jersey. Uh, <laughs> what I, <would> do. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I want that Jersey. I'm just saying, I, want I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to put forth the wrong image here. I'm trying oh, to be no, a big standing in you know, line. buff no. football player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially after he probably just beat you, you know? Right. I mean, and so, you know, that was another thing, you know, um, obviously, you know, in a loss. So it definitely happened f- fewer or, farther between back then i believe because mm-hmm. you know i know when i lost i was the biggest sore loser i would just i would just run to the locker room you know furious you know <laughs> just so i'm not i'm not out there i don't care who's out there i'm not trying to get their jersey um, right right but you know it's times are changing though i mean it's um you see it almost every game you see a picture of two guys that either they played together back in college or you know they you know, grew up together or they just respect the each other's game and enough to trade the jersey. So 
I, I yeah. think it's cool. Well, hopefully it'll come back once all this stuff dies down. Obviously, I don't think it's a permanent change, but uh, it's just kind of interesting. And I don't know how much logical sense it makes, but it, it doesn't at all if they're going to tackle each other. Uh, As, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to swap clearly. the jersey after the fact. Us. Some more policy changes. Uh, there will be no on-field fan seating for any game. So that that makes sense. Keeping people as far away from the players and teams and each other as possible. So was that there, one kind of seems like a no-brainer. on-field fan seating? I think they mean I, some of the stadiums, like they have those uh, like right behind the end zone and stuff maybe is what they're talking about. Like on-field level. Oh, they don't want sweets? people face-to-face or like at eye level with each other or something with the players or coaches. I'm not really sure. Or maybe they, maybe they're also talking about like on field passes and stuff for sure. Hmm. I would imagine they'd be doing away with that. Yeah. Sideline passes and things like that. Um, another policy change, both teams must travel to the stadium via bus. How else are you going to get there? I don't, (laughs) is that how they do it anyway? Well, I mean, yeah, I can see. Well, home team. Yeah, you know, if you're if you're in your home city, you you drive. You know, either drive oh, okay. the game. So um, I guess that would be different. Yeah, I mean, but when you're when you're the away team, you, you know, that's just. I don't know. That's interesting. It must be. It must be pretty much because what I, it seems to me like what the the thought is is um, trying to keep everything as controlled as possible. As so, possible. Like, yeah, like if Lofa's driving himself to the game, but the rest of the team is on the bus, then we don't know if Lofa might have touched something that's contaminated on his way or whatever. And so mm-hmm. they're just trying to remove that variable, I suppose. You know, but if, if players are still staying at their own house and, yeah, you know. That's true. I don't know. Again, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's one that you might see. like. Here's one that you I, might I like. And I know, uh, I know Marshawn Lynch would have liked. What's this? Media banned from the locker room after the game. Really? Uh huh. That would have saved me on all of our losses. <laughs> 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 Nothing worse than might, talking. Might have saved uh, Marshawn a few fines too. Oh man. You know? Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I because you know I I just I think look I love the media um, in terms of you know the people that do it right but yeah. it's you know and I know they just have a job to do but. There's still that human, you know, emotion element. And like when I walk out the field after a loss, I'm just going over every single play in my head over and over and over. And, you know, so that's the last thing you want is a microphone just stuck in your face. And I mean, I remember even it's I don't know if they still do it, but the most absurd one or ridiculous one was making players take the podium at the Super Bowl after they lost. Right. Like, why don't, because it's weird. You got like six of the, you know, the winning team members and six of the losing team. It's just awkward. It's terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I hope they do. They've done away with it. I hope so. Because um, you should just be, just show the winning team. Just show right. 12 or, or 15 members of the winning team. You know, I'm sure yeah. that they got better sound bites for you. Um that it's a no win situation. <laughs> Did you have to do it at the at yeah, the I had to do in it. Detroit at the game that shall not be mentioned? Hell yeah, I had to do it. I had tears in my eyes. And I was like, yo, what? You want me to talk to who? Yeah. I was, I was like, no, I'm not going. And then, you know, eventually I just, you know, composed myself and went out there and, and gave the Steelers credit. It's, you know, it is what it is, but it's 
it's just so so odd to me. And because you know, if you're if you're okay with it, you know, up there, like if if you know, which is, you know, you're just gonna get dragged for saying, oh, well, he's not a competitor. You know, biggest game. Like of his if life you're okay, if you come off as well, seeming with, okay yeah. with the loss, you mean? It's very yeah. yeah it was a f- tough like situation, especially the manner in which we lost or whatever. But um, you know, I just was like, yo, what are we doing? What am I doing up here? <laughs> oh man, you're just you're you're dangling this carrot out there for me, and uh, I well, guess yeah. I'll take it. I mean, was it really hard for you to not just get up there and start yelling about the referees? Come on, man! <laughs> well, that I mean, was not pass interference. That was not offensive you, pass interference. You, you know it. I know it. Daryl Jackson knows it. The referee <laughs> knows it. Everybody nah, knows man. it. It's it's just um, it, it's it's awkward, right? It's yeah. that's the best way I can explain it. Is because you know I gave the Steelers credit. They they won that game. Good for them. Sure. Right. Yeah. But then like reporters, you know, just you know, egging you on, and you're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. You go going through the motions, and you know, this is the biggest game of your life. So I, yeah. I just I don't get. I never understood that that part of it, um, because you try to handle the class, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and which some guys don't, it's oh, you know, you know, he's a you know, sore loser, or you know, just whatever the people want to say. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're, uh, let's let's write in and have them do away with that. Uh. I know, I know, man. Oh, the, the, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave the game in Detroit. I'm gonna leave it. Oh yeah, we'll do like Please a two parter someday or something. Yeah. Uh, so something else, Lofa, that the NFL announced or the NFL PA uh, announced or released or whatever. Uh, I'll just read the tweet directly. It says the NFL PA. And this is from Tom Pelissero, who is a NFL, you know, insider reporter, verified Twitter guy, whatever. Uh, the NFL PA informed its board of representatives today that the NFL proposed 35% of players' salaries be held in escrow to help manage costs during the 2020 season. Um, it's one option on the table if revenue is impacted lead-wide by COVID-19. So this isn't like set in stone yet or anything, but it's something that's being proposed. You get the money either way, it just might be a little bit delayed. I mean, what are you thinking if you read that as a player or when you read it anyway? Yeah, um, you know, what, does it make sense? Like how, you know, how is it? I know the game's going to be impacted, but, you know, contractually, we both signed an agreement. (laughs) So I need to know you know, how and when, um, the, you know, that salary is you know, going to be paid out. You know, I know they're going to withhold 35%, but you know, still, yeah, I, I need to know more details about it. Cause I, I don't know as, as long as the players are going to get their money, you know, then there shouldn't be too big of a deal with it. Yeah. But also the optics of it though, of just, uh, sort of asking someone to go out there and, and lay their body on the line the way that you guys do. Uh, but to get sort of less upfront for that just feels, uh, weird, especially like you said, when it's already been negotiated and the contracts are all signed and the ink is dry and everything else. So I don't know, that's clearly a developing situation, uh, that Uh, we'll have to keep watching. Speaking of signing, yeah, Mahomes signed a, a contract. Oh yeah, did he? Is he gonna get paid a little bit? I, you know, I think I think he's gonna be okay. <laughs> How about that deal? Wow, I know, right? <sighs> good to be Patrick that's, Mahomes. No, that's incredible. You know, good for him. Um, it's also now since we're I mean, we're talking contracts and, and and payment. Is it interesting timing considering 
they're the the revenue is going to be impacted. You know, if they're if they're talking about holding money in escrow, because I think he just I don't know what the particulars of the contract, but reports of five hundred three with incentives um, when they're hit. Um, you know that that was an interesting move in, in my opinion. Um, yeah. If if you're worried about saving thirty five percent of the cap um, before you know paying it out, then you know why would you pay? <laughs> It has to be like close to seventy or eighty in guarantees. I'm guessing, probably more. Wow. Yeah. Would like you upfront guarantees is what I'm saying. You know. Let me ask you a possibly impossible question. Mm-hmm. Would you trade without the contracts and everything? Forget the financials for one second, but just as like player to player, at at their current ages and 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 life cycles and arcs and whatever as as people and as players would you right now trade Russell Wilson straight up for Patrick Mahomes uh you know the talent is undeniable um and yes they won a ring but i'm going to need to see consistency it's only been 3 years uh-huh you know well, that's that's, that's the tricky part of the hypothetical i guess you have to kind of yeah, take a bit well, of a gamble. Yeah, I mean, and you're you're banking that you know um, you can repeat that success. Now, obviously, in the short time, what what is this? Is this his fourth or fifth year coming up uh, for Mahomes? Yeah, I believe it's his fourth coming up. Because didn't he kind of he, sit out? He sat his, his first year. First, yeah, yeah, like only started one game. Then one MVP his second year. In his right. first year starting. Yeah. And then won the Super Bowl last year. So Yeah, so this would be fourth, I believe. I mean I he's think. trending he's trending in the right direction. Um, right. but you know, that's that's nothing that we haven't seen Russ do other than the MVP. True. That's true. nothing that we haven't seen Russ do. Never uh, even got an MVP vote so far, that, Russell Wilson. Which that is uh, d- disgusting. To, Insanity. You know. Yeah. I just looked I mean, it up. Patrick believe. Holmes is uh this is gonna be his fourth year in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, you know, Pat's got a lot of great football ahead of him. Um, sure. But, you know, he he did dislocate his kneecap, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which he played the next game, I think, you know. Um, so, obviously, you know, the toughness is there, you know. But we've seen, seen Russ go through partially torn pec, uh, an MCL sprain, and I don't even think he missed – a snap of practice, never mind right. a game rep. So, right. um, I don't know. Well, right come now, on, now. I need an answer. I'm, I'm, I need an answer. I'm, You're the I'm, GM. I'm calling you right now. Hey, what's up? I'm the Kansas City Chiefs. I want Russell. You get Pat. You got a minute to like. Let me come on. Yes or no? Well, there is no straight up for player for player. I mean, there's <laughs> you know. So, I mean, if you want me to play you're gonna real get me GM, on a technicality. Pat, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna be like, okay, what what are we talking with? Draft pick, obviously, yeah, you're you're gonna go when you're analyzing the two guys. Well, I'm just sad. say this no, the, just say no, just say you're riding with Russ. I am riding with Russ, but all right, if the deal is right, this is and this is the business of football. If the deal uh-huh. is right, you have yeah. to entertain it. Everybody's I mean, tradable, right? Yeah, everybody. I mean, look at look at everybody that's you know had a great career. Tom Brady's gonna end his career with a different team. All right. right. We did this. We did this episode last week. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like there's, you know, there's no guarantees 
that you're going to finish out with the team you started with. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like I said, you know, if I'm really putting my jam hat, I'm just going to say, okay, what is the deal? Because, you know, you need to know the particulars of the deal. It's never going to be just a straight up swap, this player for that player. Well, that's how I want to do it, though, in my silly conversation as a sports fan, because that's those are the ridiculous conversations that we have okay. with each other. Go, you know, go, you players have all these measured football. and weighed and common sense, logical football. conversations. You know, have you ever traded just one player for one player in fantasy football? I've never even made a trade in fantasy football. Wait, that's. That's the strangest thing I've ever heard that you've never I know. made a trade. Dude, I'm <laughs> not a very good fantasy GM, okay? okay. I'm not good at it because well, that was I was expected after you told me you never yeah. <laughs> trade. Well, because I get really nervous that the second I trade someone away, they're going to, you know, go on fire for whatever. And then I'm going to have to sit there and look at it. And I don't like that feeling. So I would just rather not trade at all and finish last in the league. <laughs> You'd rather just finish? Oh, no. You can't keep losing. So that that's that's where my mind went straight to, you know, like okay, I've never just swapped a player for a player, you know, right. straight up. There's not, right. there's always right. going to be someone like, no, nah, this isn't fair. It's not a fair trade. Yeah, so I you, don't know. The answer is no because Kansas City would want something plus Russ. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so for that, the answer is no for me because being a true GM, giving up Russ is already hard enough. Sure. I'm not about to give up something else on top of that. You know, Mahomes is great. He's great. Um, but no chance. Not going to happen. Spoken like a true homer. That's why I like you so much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you <laughs> shit. I'm just hey, I mean, you throw in Tyreek Hill or, oh. you, know, you know, on the other side, a, a real game breaker, then we can talk. But <laughs> Yeah. ESPN put out a list on Twitter and I think it was basically they're just trolling people and looking for arguments and stuff like that. I'm not really sure because it's not as if this is news or anything. It's clearly just opinion, but they put out a list of the top 10 quarterbacks going into this upcoming season. I sent you the list. I'll quickly read the names and then um, if you want to have an issue with any of them or reorder them or shuffle them around, uh, let's do it. They have Patrick Mahomes number one, and then they have our man Russell Wilson at number two, Aaron Rodgers number three, Deshaun Watson number four, Drew Brees at five, Lamar Jackson at six, Tom Brady at seven, Carson Wentz at eight, Dak Prescott at nine, and Matthew Stafford at ten. Go ahead, Mr. Tatupu. Um well for are we missing anybody? I'm trying to just think through it. The the biggest you know, travesty in my mind is that Lamar Jackson, the defending MVP, is yeah. slotted at six. Yeah. Um, so he's got to be moved up. I can understand Mahomes being at one because he just came off the the Super Bowl win. But let me see. I'm kind of. I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of surprised to see Russell so high. Yeah, for not getting an MVP vote. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I, as a Seahawks fan, I know he how good he is, and I think he's definitely in the top three or, you know, at yes. least top five quarterbacks in the league for sure. But seeing him on a list like this, a nationalist at number two, he usually gets a little bit more disrespected sometimes than yeah. that. And I was kind of, like, pleasantly surprised. Like, oh, all right, good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> finally. Um, but then to see Lamar at six, like, would you put him ahead of Aaron Rodgers at three or would you slide him into four? Like how far up are you going to bump Lamar? Would you put him in front of Drew Brees at five or Deshaun Watson at four? 
I, the way, what I just said, I, I'd put him in there too. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, like I said, only I can see Mahomes getting the, the nod with the Super Bowl win. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know, man. Lamar Jackson's incredible uh, football yeah. player, you know. Yeah. Um, um, Wentz and Stafford, did they finish the year healthy last year? I'm not even really too sure. You know who is missing from the list uh, off the bat in my mind? Uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, he didn't finish the year healthy either. Right. Um, so I can but see now, why. Knowing, knowing still, what we know now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I still got him up there. Um, I don't, you know, don't don't count out the little guy down in Arizona, man. That dude is special. Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. Um you know, and, and they've they finally given him, you know, um, some more weapons too. Um, D-Hop going over there. It's, it's going to be interesting. That, that, that guy's a beast. Um, if you had a draft to do today of co- quarterbacks who are currently in the league, would you take Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford? Jared Goff over Stafford. Because Goff isn't on the list either. Yeah. I mean, they had a, they had a tough – I don't know how Goff did um, – because he had just got paid the year before, right? Right, and been to the Super Bowl and everything. And then, uh, I mean, set the world on fire with that offense a couple years ago. And then he had a down season last year. But still, you know, they were – I mean, they they beat the Seahawks at least once, didn't they, last year? I can't remember if we – I can't remember exactly how we ended up against the Rams overall. But, uh, I mean, it's a tough game every single time we play them. I don't know, like Stafford and Wentz – on here are kind of the ones that stick out a little bit for me. And then the ordering, like we were saying of Lamar and everything is sort of the, the thing for yeah. me on that list. Because as soon as Cam signs with Bill Belichick and the Patriots, I think you got to put him on the top 10 if he's healthy. Yeah. A healthy Cam. With that team dude. around him, you know, with that coach. Yeah, I mean, it was like on. year in and year out, he was in the top five as long as he's healthy. Um, for sure. You know, that's that's how good he is and how much of a, a game changer he is. Um well, it's also, you know, how, how will Tua and, and Joe Burrows I don't even man, no off season, no I'm not gonna say no, uh, but limited training camp, right? It's supposed to start in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. I don't know how you just put a, a starting QB out there. Um that that'll be <laughs> You know, yeah, that'll be tough. Thrown to, see, to the wolves or, for sure. Man, that's yeah. <laughs> Talk about trying to catch up to the speed of the game or uh, trial by fire. You know. Yeah, I mean, you haven't even really got a chance to learn your teammates, um, right? And, and develop, you know, chemistry and find out, you know, how guys like to run certain routes or you know. Have I ever told you my Brock Heward story from training camp? No. Speaking of training camp, I. uh it's really embarrassing, but when I was on a TV show, I got to go to Seahawks training camp. Uh, it was Russell's first year at uh, coming in. He was a rookie, and he hadn't won the starting job or yet anything yet. It was really, really early in camp, and I had like a sideline pass, and I'm standing there, and uh, Brock Heward was standing next to me, but I didn't realize that it was Brock Heward because I was watching the field. Um, and he was just there, you know, as press or as a former player or just hanging out, whatever. And I turned to the side and then he turned and kind of, it's a, one of those things where you just kind of like glance at each other because you're just kind of looking around or whatever, you know, but you make eye contact. And so we made eye contact and I go, 
Brock. And he goes, yeah. And then I just reached out and hugged him. <laughs> it was really weird. And I don't know why my body did that, why my arms went out to the side, why I felt that like he would appreciate an embrace from some random little kid who, you know, <laughs> some uh, kid who looks like he's 15 wearing an oversized Seahawks jersey. But he was the full-on recipient of one of the most awkward and strange hugs of all time on the sidelines. And I was immediately embarrassed and was like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I, I don't, I'm a Husky fan. All right. I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> just took off. <laughs> yeah. I just turned and walked the other way and said, the, the purple helmet sucked, but I still like you. And then I kept walking and, oh, uh, man. it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, interesting. <laughs> you ever had any weird fan interactions at training camp? Um, can I think of any weird? Well, I mean, uh, me and Joe Tafoya in my second year. So he Joe played DM with us, um, and we commonly got mistaken for each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, no! And one time, I was walking behind Joe when someone asked Joe. They said, hey, Lofa. They thought <laughs> Joe was me. Um, and, you know, Joe, me and Joe go back and forth just, you know, with the with the jabs and the insults. So uh-huh. um, he was like, he's like, are you kidding me? Do you have any idea how short that guy is? <laughs> 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 and I was like, come on. And I saw him right behind him. I'm like, come on, Lofa. Make sure you sign that autograph. <laughs> uh- <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, we – and someone said the same to me. And I don't know. I think Joe was behind me, which is why I said, are you kidding me? Do you know how ugly that guy is? <laughs> so we, me and Joe, the, um, we went back and forth. We still do. That's my guy. I'm trying to think of any other. No, nah, I can't think of any, any, any interesting exchanges like you've had. <laughs> I had I had Richard Sherman basically tell me to shut up. I've already told that story. And then I had <laughs> I had the most weird bro man hug with Brock Heward that he, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my training camp stories. Oh well. What are we going to do? Uh, that's it for the Seahawks podcast today. Uh I'm Brett, he's Lofa. We do appreciate you listening and uh like you, we look forward to the beginning of the season and a lot more Seahawks football to be talking about as long as it can be done as safely as possible. Uh, for now, Lofa, do you want to break us down, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Did we get the, we got the last? Okay, it's Go Hawks. And I'm, I'm just saying this out loud for myself, all right? Because <laughs> okay. I know I messed up the last one. So here uh-huh. we go. All right. Go Hawks on three. One, two, three. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Oh, I swear. You did this on purpose. <laughs> There's no way. That those two voices are synced up. I don't know how to tell you that I'm doing it the exact same time. I don't know. Katie. I hate the internet. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.